Hi, I'm Ashley McElwain, licensed marriage and family therapist, founder and CEO of Foundation Restoration. Welcome to Foundation Restoration's Real Talk podcast, where you'll find real people discussing real issues while offering real help at the intersection of clinical expertise and a biblical perspective. We're so glad you've joined us. Hello, friends. Back again. I apologize that this week's podcast is coming at you late, probably about a week behind here. I apologize. Last weekend was Father's Day. Um, It was also my husband's birthday and just kind of been a little bit crazy personally. So those are my reasons, but (laughs) bottom line is... I missed the mark, so I appreciate your grace. Hey, I guess this is real podcast. I talk about that all the time, real people. So there you have it. I am a real person who um, kind of fell behind on my intended release date, but I'm so glad that you guys are here and joining us. I'm really excited uh, to be together again and to join you. So I hope that wherever you're at, you are doing well, that you had a wonderful Father's Day. Um, I know sometimes Father's Day can be a mixed bag for people, but I hope that there were aspects of it that brought you great joy and that you were able to celebrate, if nothing else, your Heavenly Father's love for you. But hopefully you find yourself able to celebrate either the gift of an earthly father or being a a father or even just having a father figure in your life. So I hope you guys had a great one. We did. We did here. I was thankful also with my dad nearby to get to celebrate with him as well as my husband. And But it's been rainy weather here in Raleigh, North Carolina. We've had a week of nonstop rain. And I don't know where you're at or what kind of weather you are surrounded with, but I am ready for some sunshine. Don't get me wrong. I can enjoy a rainy day here or there, but I am ready for some sunshine. So I hope that wherever you're at, you're enjoying some sunshine and that today is just an enjoyable day for you. So glad that you joined me. We're going to dive into today's topic and that is the key is to great leadership. Recently, there's been a lot of conversation and kind of hoopla about leadership and who should be in leadership positions or who should be allowed to be in leadership positions, um, especially within the Christian community. And you may or may not know what I'm referencing, but It's just brought up a lot of conversations in circles I've been about just leadership and who who should be in leadership. And while I'm sure the debate will continue long beyond our time, I'm not necessarily going to delve into that specific debate. And the reality is there's one thing that cannot be debated, and that is the need for quality leadership. Um, We all lead uh, someone in our lifetime, and some lead many in their lifetime. So in this episode, I want to explore the importance of leadership and what makes a quality leader. I've had foundation restoration for more than 13 years now and started, it's kind of crazy to think that I've started it 13 years ago, over 13 years ago. Um, And during that time, I've had a lot of opportunity to learn about leadership. And to be completely honest, I never imagined I would run a nonprofit ministry but here I am. Um, my schooling was very much all about being a licensed marriage and family therapist. And while I had a minor in business administration and my undergraduate work, I, again, I, I really 
heading into that nonprofit ministry sector was never really what my pursuit was or my idea of what my purpose would be. I really just wanted to do marriage and family therapy, but God called me to this. And um, I have no doubt about that. Um, I, the, the story of how we got here is one I will not, I'll, I'll spare you. I'm not going to go into that today, but for me, there is zero doubt that God has called me into this leadership position of starting and running Foundation Restoration as a ministry. And God called me into some deep waters into this again not really equipped for it but God has been equipping me along the way and I've had to be so dependent on him and my relationship with him to navigate the unbelievably winding road of ministry and leadership and the pursuit of this calling that I know that he he gave me and while I certainly do not have it all figured out, I'll be the first to say that. And quite honestly, anybody who says they have it all figured out would probably be the first person I'd say does not have it figured out because I feel like it's the old saying, the more you know, the more you know you don't know. Um, but while I haven't figured it all out, I do feel I've learned a great deal about leadership, both in my professional capacity and roles, but also in my personal life. So let's dive in with my first question is kind of just this diving into who is a leader. And I would say that we all are leaders to some degree, because the truth is that we all lead someone. So whether it's as a parent, maybe it's um, in a friendship, maybe it's in our job role, or as an actual leader of, you know, like a ministry leader. There are various forms of leadership, and every single person will lead someone at some point. And while not everyone will lead many or be gifted in leadership, we have to realize that leadership is part of life. It's our job to do the best we can to lead well when and where we're called to it. For example, as a therapist, I help lead my clients. As a mom, I help lead my child. As a wife, I help lead my husband. And I don't mean that as a controversial statement, obviously. Um, I do believe in the biblical principles of a husband and wife's roles, but there is still leadership involved in being a wife. Again, that is, I'm not getting into a debate here, but again, there is leadership opportunity as a wife. Um, as a ministry leader, I help lead my team and my community. You know, I think about when I was younger, I led my friends and classmates sometimes for something as simple as maybe a group project, but all the way up to some really tough issues, helping friends work through some really tough issues that they were facing. And and so even if it's not a permanent position of leadership, it can be a temporary stint as a leader where somebody's looking to you for answers and guidance and help. And you know, I've led Bible studies or small groups and I've led sports teams as captain and as well as community events or even just getting my neighborhood together. So again, leadership can be a variety of things that can look different for everybody. But I'm sure as I'm listing all of this off, you say, yeah, there's, yeah, I did that or I did that or I do that. Um, we all lead at some point in some capacity. And that's really important to know that leadership is not just a leader issue and when I say that some people think oh leadership okay that's for people who run an organization or a ministry or a pastor or somebody who leads you know maybe they're in a supervisor role in their jobs no leadership is something that we all ultimately do we all are leaders to some capacity but again that looks different um, for each person and so that's why I wanted to talk on this topic is leadership something that impacts all of us whether we realize it or not 
So that brings me to the second question, and that is, what is a leader? And I would say a leader is anyone who is in a position of having people follow them. They possess the ability to guide, direct, and even control those following them. Someone who can inspire others and introduce change. A leader typically has some means of authority over those they lead. For example, a, you know, a parent obviously has some control and authority over their, their child. And, but more than that, I would say this. A leader is someone who sets the tone and culture. They are someone who is constantly vigilant and caring for those they lead. And they lead with knowledge, wisdom, and concern for those in their care. Leaders are out front to clear the path for those who come behind them. They're shepherding and protecting those they lead. And there are various levels of leadership, as I you know, mentioned before. And when we look around us, we see world leaders, right? Like the president of the United States or um, pastors leading their church or teachers leading their classrooms or parents leading their children. There are varying levels of leadership and the responsibility that comes with those levels varies as well and that's helpful in knowing because we aren't all meant to lead the masses some of us right like we just we're not interested or we don't have the opportunity but obviously we all are not going to be the president of the united states or some world leader leader we may not be an executive in a big company or a head pastor but ideally those gifted and called into leadership are those who are actually in those high levels of leadership but you know the reality is oftentimes that's just not the case because leadership can attract those hungry for power for control for fame attention i would say those are not leaders at all they're dictators and the difference is leaders care about those they lead they realize that their position and authority are god-given and require wisdom and intentionality, humility and accountability, among other things. And in part two of this series, um, we're going to dive deeper into some of those characteristics and qualities of a leader. But for now, I just kind of want to give an overview about leadership and what a leader is. Because again, if you know me, I like to kind of give a foundation of why before I get into all of the what's but that brings me perfectly to my third question and that is why do you lead i'm a big believer as i said in knowing our why in everything it's easy to lose sight of where we're going if we don't know why we are going right if you hop in the car and you just start aimlessly driving around and you don't even know why you got in the car you're probably just going to be driving for a very long time and wasting wasting gas money, <laughs> um, which these days is like we can't afford to do that. But no, if we know I'm getting in the car because I need to go to the grocery store, right, that gives direction to what we're doing. And the why behind our actions when we know why we do something, it keeps our intentions in line with our values. And it reinforces the decisions we'll make along the way to stick to those values and intentions. Our why is our roadmap to our what. Our why is our roadmap to our what. So why do we lead? Well, this can be different for different people. And obviously depending on the circumstances of our leadership. Because as I said, some people lead for power, control, personal gain, pride, or you know other selfish reasons and motives. And 
Again, I would say that's not leadership at all. And that can be very dangerous and divisive and destructive. It's kind of the abuse of the power and the position that we've been given. But regardless of whatever level or type of leadership you are in, our greater why should be for the greater good of those who are entrusted in our care and for the glory of God if we are a believer. Leadership is about serving others rather than just holding a position of power. Leadership wants the best for others and also wants to bring out the best in others, right? Leaders aren't competing and trying to hold other people down so that they're elevating themselves. No, they're saying, you know what? My leadership, really, the mark of my leadership is seeing those that I'm leading flourish and maybe even leapfrog me. And they may go on to do better, bigger things. And that's a sign of a good leader, right? We're kind of the launching pad for the next generation. We're the launching pad for those that um, are in our care. We want to bring out and cultivate the best. Leadership is not intimidated by others' gifts and talents, strengths, and abilities. They say, no, I want to put those on display. I want to put them in a position they can flourish. And um, that's really that leader. It's looking out for others, wanting the best for them and bringing out the best in them. It's a posture of humility, yet strength to be out in front with the intent of creating safe passage for others who are coming along with you. I think about it a lot of times as almost like you're on this like a safari journey but like through a rainforest I always picture this with leadership I don't know why but this is just the the image that comes to my mind is a leader is that one that's out in front with the machete just clearing a path and and saying I will be the first to face whatever dangers are coming our way and I'm gonna let you know it's safe keep coming behind me just follow behind I got you and for whatever reason, I, that's just kind of an image for me that I picture as a leader is that you're out front taking the first hits and, and having your eyes on the horizon and, and clearing the path for those behind you while protecting them. And again, creating a safe passage for others to come alongside of you. And um, it's taking responsibility for when things go awry, taking accountability and protecting others, right? It's saying, you know what, this happened on my watch. Or, you know what, I dropped the ball over here. I should have been helping them in this or keeping an eye on them. Or I should have, you know, finished that task. It's really being able to say, I screwed up. Or, you know what, this is my team. So if my team failed, I failed. And it's really that ability to take responsibility and take accountability, have accountability for the things that are happening in your role, but also in your team. Leaders see the big picture and they hold that greater vision while living that out in the small, incremental, sometimes insignificant or seemingly meaningless and monotonous day-to-day journey that slowly inches you closer to that ultimate destination. You know, a leader, they don't just talk the talk, they walk the walk. And really, again, a, a leader is that person who can see that big picture but also isn't so removed that they're not involved in the day-to-day small and it's a very difficult balance sometimes of getting up kind of getting that bird's eye view but then also making sure you're the boots on the ground and that you're you're there again picturing that you're out in front and you're clearing that path 
But again, in your mind, you know, hey, I've got a roadmap to where we're going and why we're doing this. And I think also as believers, we just have to look at Jesus, right? He was the ultimate leader. And his example shows us that leadership is about deep, abiding love that leads us to serve and not be served, to selflessly sacrifice and lay ourselves down for the good of others, for that big picture, right? For God's glory. Philippians 2 3 tells us to do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. And we even see the example of Jesus' leadership in washing the feet of his disciples, which in those days was the lowliest of positions. People wore sandals and they weren't paved streets and there were animals on those streets and their feet were disgusting. <laughs> and so nobody wanted to wash the feet of those, of others, let alone their own feet. And so while the disciples were, oh, no, no, thank you. I don't want to be stuck with that job. Jesus, he didn't argue about it. He didn't give it a second thought. He just immediately began to stoop down lower than the lowest servant at those times he stooped low he chose in humility to get down to serve and wash the feet of his disciples what a beautiful picture of servant leadership leadership is something we are called to in one way or another again some of us lead in in big ways with lots of people some of us lead in the small and simple maybe it's in our homes But the leadership is equally important no matter how many people we're leading or where we're leading. Leadership is important and all of us should be intentional in how we lead others. And we need to know why are we leading them? Those in higher levels of leadership, I would tell you and encourage you, you're called to a higher accountability to lead well and to lead selflessly. Like Jesus, we should look out for others. We should lead with love, humility, integrity to help achieve the bigger picture, to inspire others to fulfill their roles and greater purpose, to bring about unity and excellence in all that we do as well as those around us. And next week... Um, I think that's when we'll we'll schedule um, the next podcast. Um, but in the next episode, we're going to tackle these specific qualities and characteristics that make up a great leader. So I'm excited about that and hope that you guys have enjoyed today's podcast. Can't wait to meet you, meet with you again as we tackle part two of Keys to Great Leadership. Well, friends, this concludes this episode of the Real Talk Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We are so glad you did. Remember, you were handcrafted by God, are dearly loved, and greatly needed in this world. We look forward to seeing you back here next time. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Real Talk. To stay connected, follow Foundation Restoration on Instagram and Facebook at FND Restoration or visit us at www.foundationrestoration.org for more information. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please make sure to follow or subscribe and to leave us a five-star review so more people can find our show. Foundation Restoration is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry 
that believes marriage is the heartbeat of society and exists to equip, strengthen, and restore marriages through clinical expertise and a biblical perspective. Please consider supporting our ministry with a tax-deductible donation at www.foundationrestoration.org. Your gift makes programs like this possible. Thank you for your generosity and partnership.